All my businesses that were successful allowed me to serve in some capacities. How many agents can I serve? How many people can I impact before I leave this world? Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Welcome to Mindset Monday. We got an amazing guest host today in Mr. Barry Overton, Denver, Colorado. How are you, Barry? Hey, Jesse, I'm doing great. Glad to be here. I'm, I'm excited that you're here. So, so here, here's the plan for the morning, guys. We're just going to dive into a couple of things that Barry does on a regular basis. And Barry, I see we might have some other friends here. So if there's anyone else you want to introduce or talk to, we have to get them involved. But um, really, today is all about getting your mindset ready for the week. Um and just ready in general. So Barry is someone who's not only is a, uh, you know, a high performing real estate agent and team leader, but he's, he's an author. He is a deep thinker. And I want to unpack some of the things that he does on a regular basis uh, for his mindset, because he is someone that every time I talk to him, I don't know if you know this, Barry, but literally every time I talk to you, you just radiate this positivity. He's just like, and he's just so calm and confident. And so I don't, he, he was a, he was, you know, is a police officer for years. And I don't know if that has anything to do from your service there, this, this calm that you radiate, but I want to unpack all that today. Does that sound good? Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so walk, walk me through, let's just start from the kind of the, the, the basics when you're a, when your alarm goes off, what uh-huh. do you do when your alarm goes off? You know what? The funny thing is the alarm never gets a chance to go off. It's, you know, there's that whole cliche of, um, you know, my purpose wakes me up or my purpose is my alarm clock. But that it's the reality for me. Um, If I sleep till 630, I've slept in. I've slept too late and I feel and it seems like it throws off my day. So I'm usually up at about 5.30 in the morning. And the crazy part about it is I literally will wake up somewhere between 5.20 to 5.40 just automatically every morning. And in most cases, like last night, I went to bed at 11.45 and I still woke up at, at 5.30. So, and it and it's like, it's time to go. It, you know, there's so many things. What and I don't know if this is with getting older. It seems like once I turn 50, the clock goes faster. You know, the days go by quicker. And so I look at it from a mindset of, man, I don't have time to waste because, number one, tomorrow's not promised. And this, the time seems to be speeding up. So um, so it, it's just that's part of the mindset of, of getting up, doing it every day. Um, kind of a difference between me and my wife. She actually kind of takes the weekends to recharge, but I stay on the same regimen, um, you know, Monday through Sunday, that, that, those times don't change for me. I, I love it. And, and you, you just, let's drop into purpose for a minute. Cause I know it's a big, a big driver behind you. Did, did you always feel like you had a purpose or is this something you cultivated over time? And can other people help cultivate their own purpose? Yeah. You know, and that was the thing. I was about 47 years old when purpose, you know, really sat in my spirit. Uh, at that point. And because, you know, at, at the time I thought, well, my purpose is to be a police officer. My purpose is to, to be a real estate agent. When I was in the military, my purpose 
was to serve my country. But what I learned is my purpose was encompassing all the different things that I was doing. And it came down to the service piece and, and being able to serve my country, protect and serve the community, the way that I've ran my businesses. All my businesses that were successful allowed me to serve in some capacity. So as real as, as a real estate agent, I don't get caught up in how much money I can make. I look at how many people can I serve? And the EXP business model has given me another aspect of it. How many agents can I serve? How many people can I impact before I leave this world? And that's really where the, the drive comes from. And it took 47 years of life to, to figure that out. And so that I always tell people, you know, if you don't know what your purpose is, you know, again, it will reveal itself and it probably already has. It's just a matter of sometimes you have to get into a quiet place and really reflect. And then you realize this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is the thing that wakes me up in the morning. I, I love it. I love it. All right. So, so if someone, let's just stick on purpose for just a minute here. And and by the way, guys, if you're just joining us, this is our, is our Mindset Monday. So I really just want to unpack this. I mean, there's no way we're going to get through all of everything Barry uh, teaches on Transon because it's, it's in a book in 30 minutes. But I want to unpack as much of this as possible. If someone has not, you know, hit that moment where they've awoken to their exact purpose, so they might feel like you, like, okay, my purpose is to be a real estate agent. How where should someone start looking? What, what would you say they should do, Barry, to help to kind of clarify their purpose? I think what's really important in this life is that we do things that we enjoy. Uh, I realized that, uh, you know, as a police officer, while when I first started that job, I really enjoyed it. But I got to a point where it was no longer fun. And now I realized that I had grown past that. and but. Even though I had grown past it, it's kind of like when you, you know, you're growing as a kid or maybe even when we, we grow as adult as far as weight. And we're still trying to get into those 32 jeans when we know we got a 36 inch waist. It's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. But once you go ahead and just grow into the person that that you're you're supposed to be, um, you know, it becomes more uh, comfortable in that place. Um, and, and that's what I really found for myself is that. Being a police officer, it allowed me to do certain things and I grew to a certain point. But once I got to a point where I've grown beyond that, but I'm stuck in the same place, that's where it created the, the discomfort and I was no longer enjoying it. And now, you know, I've been retired 10, almost 10 years now, and I really have worked from a standpoint since then of I'm going to do the things that, that, I'm, uh, that I enjoy and I'm going to follow I'm going to listen to the, the voice inside and I'm going to just follow that lead because I know that it's leading me toward bigger and better things. I love it. All right. You just referenced, you know, retirement from, the, from uh, being a police officer a couple of times. I want to dive into something that I've never asked you about, but I was listening to a podcast this weekend and they were talking about uh, fear and overcoming fear. And, and you guys, as you're getting a taste of what, what Barry's like, he truly has this sense of calm about him more so than almost any other human being I've met. And as, as real estate agents, I feel like anytime we can get a little deeper sense of calm, it's a good thing. So this podcast was talking about fear and it, they were using the example of uh, this guy was going to, to he was learning to cl uh, mountain climb and his instructor told him, Hey, you're going up this mountain either way, right? You're either going to be carrying the, all this baggage and all this fear up with you, 
right? It's going to weigh you down or you're going to do it. And you can still, climb. either way you're climbing the mountain, you want to bring the fear with you or not. How does the, how does your relationship to fear and, you know, all those years as a police officer, does that tie into this sense of calm or did you always have this sense of calm? You know, the, I think the sense of calm definitely came over time. Again, also being a Gulf War veteran um, at an early age, I was a sergeant in the military at 22 leading troops in, during a war and then being a police officer and being in some pretty hairy situations and all, also just knowing through the training that I had in both of those areas, you didn't have time to think about the fear. You had to react. You had to respond the way that you were, were trained to do so. And a lot of times the fear came after the fact, after everything was over. You're thinking, man, that could have been ugly. You know, That could have been pretty crazy if, if this would have happened. Uh, so that's kind of from that aspect of living in situations. But I tell you, the biggest thing that changed my uh, my look on fear was reading Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And what I realized is, again, physical things that could cause me harm as a police officer, I just responded. But when it comes to like picking up the phone to make calls uh, to clients or to to call potential real estate agents, you know, for agent attraction, there's another diff different type of fear that comes over you in regards to that. But it was through, you know, reading um, Outwitting the Devil, there's a part in that book where it starts, where basically Napoleon Hill is interviewing the devil and the devil told him, uh, I'll answer any question that you ask me, but on one condition, you must refer to me as your majesty. And uh, Napoleon asked him, well, why is that? And he said, because I am the ruler of this world. And he said, I rule through two things, fear and doubt. And so me being a very strong believer and being in faith, uh, for me, it was, okay, the moment that I have doubt about myself, the moment I allow fear to creep in on something that I'm trying to achieve, I'm allowing the devil to, to have a part of my spirit at that moment. So it's always, for me, it's kind of this constant battle that I'm having of when, when I realize that now, I'm like, okay, we got to get over that. We got to move beyond that because the devil won't win. And so... And, and also what I found is everything that you desire is just on the other side of that fear. Fear is like the obstacle. But once you get through it, everything that you're trying to achieve is just on the other side. And a lot of times the things that we fear are, are very simple, especially like, again, making those phone calls, getting on the phone and just you know calling a, an agent or calling a prospective client and having it go much better than you would have ever imagined once you make the call. Doesn't it sound so simple when you listen to them describe it? Right? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize. That. I never read that. That I only read uh, Napoleon Hill's other book. I never realized he talked about fear, fear and doubt. Right? And yeah. you hear those concepts so often, but that right, it's nothing new. It's, it's, it's been going around. I, I love it. Um, are you a believer? You've talked about you know making calls and things like that. Are you a believer in routines? The way you structure your day? Do you kind of make up each moment as it comes? How? What's What's your take on that? No, yeah, I think you you have to have some structure to it. Now, again, in real estate, because that phone could ring at any time and all of a sudden the schedule changes. But you have to start at least with the structure. And I think, you know, again, it goes back to that those first moments when you wake up. 
Um, you know, one of the things some, some of the folks that have been in, in uh, some of my training courses uh, realize that I have this thing that I do when I, I wake up um, and it's, you know, my book is Ignite Your Greatness. And it's about igniting the spirit, waking up your, your spirit, waking up your purpose first thing in the morning. And so for me, first thing in the morning, uh, when I get up, I now have to, I can't do it in my, my bedroom because my wife is in there still asleep, but I go down in the basement and I yell, greatness! I mean, that, it, you think about it, if you do that, um, it's going to wake up something inside of you. And, and there's studies, there's, you know, scientific studies that show that, you know, being able to, to screen positive uh, you know, saying positive affirmations is great, but screaming positive affirmations is good from a psychological standpoint. It it ignites endorphins and and peptides in the system to start your day. And then the second part of that is what am I? You know, breakfast they say is the most important meal of the day. Well, what are you feeding your your mind first thing in the morning? What are you reading for the first twenty minutes, or what are you listening to? So I'm big on YouTube. I have a bunch of motivational speakers that I love to listen to. There's certain ones that they will get you hyped, um, you know, and it's great. That's like your jolt of, of caffeine first thing in the morning going straight to the brain. So those are kind of the first two constants for me uh, in the morning to get the, the right mindset going into the day. Uh, I love that. And, and the funny thing is, I've heard you mention shouting greatness multiple times as we've talked mm -hmm. but every time you do it i think because i haven't taken that on like i'm because i i need to find a space in my house because i'll i get up so much earlier my family too I'm like i don't know where i could go that i could shout and not wake my family but like, i guarantee that's gonna light you up when you do that oh, yeah. yeah yeah you know yeah like i said um you know when i was started doing it i was living by myself and, you know, once my wife and I got married uh, a few years ago, started doing it. And she's like, man, what in the LL Cool J is wrong with you yelling that early in the morning? So, you know, yeah, I had to go find another space uh, to be able to do it. And then, you know, like sometimes, uh, like if I'm on a hotel, I don't necessarily do it there. But I go through it, you know, in my mind of what I'm saying. And, you know, I've done speeches uh, where, you know, on tour dates and things of that nature. And that's how I start my speech. Um, the reason I do it when I'm, I'm touring is because, number one, it helps me because, you know, they, they talk about public speaking being, you know, a very scary area for people to be in, even if you've done it multiple times. But when I yell it like that, it's like, boom, the, um, you know, the, the gun just fired for for the race. And so it helps me to 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 get out of whatever fear that I may have. In regards to speaking in front of people, even after I've done it so many times, it's just the norm for me. And then also what I'm doing is I'm transferring energy. Energy is transferable from one person to another. So I want to transfer energy to people in that room um, as well. So, yeah, it's, it's just become a big part of, of what I do on a daily basis. I love that. All right. I don't know how much your business was, you know, impacted. I'm sure, sure somewhat like everyone else's when the, when the interest rates started going up last year and the market shifted, did you change anything? Not, not necessarily when we can get into the actions you were doing for in terms of real estate, but I'm talking about from a mindset structure standpoint, did you add anything in change anything or are you pretty much no matter what the world around you is doing, you're, you're doing the same basic structure? 
No, I think I what I did is I said I got to talk to more people. I got to talk to my sphere more often. Uh, so I ramped up what I was already doing because I think you know we've had you know prior to uh, last spring we had you know seven eight years of it was a gravy train and the business I mean the phone was just ringing on its own. And what I learned is, okay, I got to make this phone ring. I got to make more calls. I got to be, you know, proactive more so. Uh, even though I was before, um, I had to ramp it up. And it has helped to sustain the business that I had, you know, prior to interest rates going up. Yeah. In, in terms of leading your team, I mean, there's a there's a difference between speaking in a podcast like this and leading people on a regular basis. Is there anything you're doing to, to keep your, your team engaged and mindset positive there? And I mean, anything, I'm just looking for anything that, that you're doing there that might help other people as well. Yeah. So, and it's myself, Monica Graves, Dan Gomer, and all three of us are authors. All three of us have written books on mindset. It is a, a particular focus that we have of just getting people to understand that I can give you the blueprint. I can tell you step-by-step step all the things that you need to do uh, to grow your business in real estate. I can tell a hundred people and we would get a hundred different results. And the reason being is not because of the blueprint, but because of the mindset you, that you take into um, you know, applying the blueprint. So we, we coach a lot on that. I do on Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Mountain Time, I do a uh, what we call a greatness tracker training. It's from the core training system. And we're we're holding people accountable on, on their calls, on their their one-on-ones, on their breaking bread meetings that they're having, all the steps that they're doing to, to build their business. But during that training, we take about 20, 30 minutes and we focus on, on the mindset and talk about uh, you know, what who are you listening to? What are the things that you're doing to, to get better? Um, and it, and I, it's more, the most fulfilling thing that I have um, going right now of being able to be a part of that and see that agent that has never closed a transaction. And I had an agent, for example, she came over in March of 2022, had her license for about nine months, had never closed a transaction on her own from March of 2022 until the end of the, the year, December. So about eight, nine months. She did 5.6 million in sales in, in Denver. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was, again, using this greatness tracker, changing her mindset, just being open to, to making changes in herself. I mean, I think probably a part of that or a large part of that would be the accountability piece, right? Accountability is either the sexiest word or the least sexiest word, depending on your on your uh, your perspective. How do you help people um, embrace that? Because uh, a lot of agents, you say accountability, some are like, yeah, I'll try it. And then they disappear. Some of them are like, I don't even want it. How do you, how do you help agents get that, get a positive association with that concept of accountability? Uh, number one, I think it's, I share my story of how I've done that since 2017. And I have an accountability coach that I have to report to every, every month. Um, and again, it's, once you've done it long enough and it becomes a routine, it's kind of weird when you stop doing it. And then also what I, I learned in the very beginning when I started doing it, I learned that, okay, I do it, it works, and then I stop doing it and it stops working. So I realized, okay, there's something to staying, number one, staying accountable and doing the things that I'm staying accountable for. 
uh, and staying consistent with it. And then being able to share the stories like, again, uh, Ali, uh, who I was just talking about, that did 5.6 million, sharing those stories of people that, that have been doing the same thing. And, you know, getting people to understand that it's not, uh, you know, I'm not a drill sergeant or anything like that with it. I'm I'm going to be your biggest supporter, your biggest ally, because uh, I want to see you win. Because, uh, you know, I see agents all the time, you know, showing their awards for, you know, they did 20 million in sales this year. Their team did 100 million in sales. Um, what my thing is, I love to see individuals that trusted me to to coach and train them winning and that's it's more important to see them getting the awards than it is for me yeah i, I love that and, and on the accountability piece it sounds like if anyone listening to this has started with some accountability got some success and they stopped they started again they're right on track right they're, yeah. they're just they're just building that they're building that belief they're reinforcing for themselves oh, this, this, this piece of it works yeah. all right we, we got we got less than 10 minutes left um is there any strategy that you've used over the last, you know, 10 years that, that just didn't work for you. You're like, ah, oh, I tried this thing and that really wasn't a fit. And then you pivoted yet. You got anything like that that didn't work for you? Yeah. You know, in, in right when I came to EXP, the one thing that I, I kept hearing from agents that I'm, you know, looking to attract to EXP was do you, the lead gen, do you offer any leads? What do you, you know, what do you provide from that standpoint? And man, I tell you, in 2022, I spent tens of thousands of dollars on lead gen, and I didn't find a system that that worked at all. Uh, you know, really, uh, it, 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 it's frustrating. What I also learned is if you don't have, if you're not built for making cold calls and and dealing with what's on the other end of that phone, um, it it can break you. You know, as as an agent, and uh, so for me. Um, Cold call is just not my thing. Now, uh, I'm actually, I think you're going to be having a call with some folks that they have mastered cold calling. We're looking to bring them on to, to our organization. Um, and I, it's like, hey, if you got it figured out and you got it dialed in, hey, let's let's do it together. I will definitely let, you know, send everyone your way because it's just not my thing. And, and I think that that's what's important is you got to find where your niche is. And that was, for me, the greatness tracker and the core training. It's all about sphere marketing. And I have that dialed in at a very high level. So now I've just learned to, to kind of stay in my lane, not try and recreate, um, you know, some success in an area that I've never had success in. And so I, I'm excited about the fact that we could potentially have someone that does have an expertise in that, uh, that they can run with it and I don't have to worry about it. How long do you give it? Like, how do you tell if it's not your thing or you're just learning it? Like, how long would you tell, would you give it before you pivoted? Because sometimes it, just, it feels uncomfortable because it's new, but sometimes it's just not your thing, right? And some, and some people, they immediately know, like, hey, I'm never going to cold call. I get that. But how long would you give it otherwise if you're trying to figure out if it's just not your thing or if it's new? Yeah. Um, you know, Steve Harvey wrote a book called Think Like a Man, Act Like a Woman. And in that, he talks about the the 90 day probationary period. Now, the book has nothing to do with how I apply this, but it's 90 days, uh, 90 days of anything. If you do it consistently for 90 days, 
you should get results. If you don't, then you have to really step back and rethink what it is that, that you're doing. So that's it's always become important to me. Anything that I'm going to do or going to apply, uh, giving it that that 90 days. Now, something like farming, a brand new neighborhood, I know that that's, you know, that's a year, uh, year and a half of seeing the success from that. But something like, you know, again, the, the coal marketing piece, I, I gave it 90 days. And, and actually, I gave it more than that. I gave it 90 days with one company. And then I tried it with another company for, for 90 days and just realized, okay, this is not the, the fit for me. Yeah. Uh, and, and knowing yourself is so important, Barry. Um, all right. We got about five minutes. It, it, what do you consider? You read a lot. I, mean, you re- I don't know if you guys have noticed this. He's referenced a lot of books. He's got a lot of great quotes. Uh, what are you consuming these days that keeps keeping, that's getting you excited or keeping you uh you know, are you podcast books? What, what do you listen to? What are you learning? You know, uh, so when I, I was mentioning in the morning that I wake up, uh, a good friend of mine is a motivational speaker. His name is Billy Allsbrooks. Um, he's someone that I've listened to since 2016. And every day I wake up to this guy, you know, he's faith based, but he, he's a former rapper. Um, so he comes with a lot of high energy. Eric Thomas is another one that comes with a lot of high energy. But I can tell you, you know, I'm still the 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 good old Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, uh, Brian Tracy. Um, you know, the, those are still, you know, the, kind of the, the by the afternoon, I'm kind of getting more in a settled place. And uh, those are some of the folks that I'm listening to. Tony Robbins is still, you know, one of those that that I'm listening to very closely. Uh, um, uh, was it Jay, Jay Zetti um, is another one. Uh, so, I mean. And with TikTok these days, one of the things I kind of learned is I'm finding people that are not even necessarily well known, but they got a powerful message. And so I'm following people on on TikTok as well. Interesting. How do you how do you find the people that you that you follow on TikTok? So so I post motivational um, stuff on on TikTok. So I tend to get that in my feed. But then also you can. Um, there's somewhere within there where you can kind of say the type of, I know when I first set it up, the type of videos that you want to see. And, you know, I said motivational, inspirational, or, or some of the keywords that I use. So it's just naturally, you know, in my feed now. Cool. And if people wanted to see the, the motivational things that you post on TikTok, how do they find you? What's the best way for someone to connect with you? Yeah. So on Instagram, it's just Barry Overton. Uh, TikTok, it's Barry Overton. Facebook is Barry L. Overton, and then LinkedIn is uh, Barry Overton. Just uh, that's the the, the username. Uh, So I keep it simple. I love it. All right. Before we wrap up, any whether it's from your book or in your life, something you said or someone else said, you got a quote or two that you just love. Something that's like just pops into your head. Um. Right now, the one that that I'm working with the most is just having an attitude of gratitude. And the reason I say that, um, you know, I, like I said, I've been working since probably five, five thirty, six o'clock this morning. And I have some challenging uh, clients that I'm working with. And I said this to just a couple of weeks ago on the greatness tracker training. I said this to another agent because she was saying, you know, I got this new client that I'm getting and she is, you know, I've spent six hours with her and she's been doing this and I'm just so frustrated with her. And I said, and I said, I want you to stop for a second. And the key words that you said is I have this new client. 
There are agents out there that wish they could use those words because they don't have any business going on right now. And so for me, I have to, to take my own advice with some of the, the frustrations that I'm having in, within my business right now of realizing, okay, but I have business. And even though you know it, it's challenging with some of the clients that I'm working with, um, I am fortunate and I am grateful that I do have the business that I do. Because again, if you're not grateful for what you currently have, the universe will not continue to pour into you other opportunities. Yeah. So, so, so are you, are, do you, do you make mental lists, written lists? What, what's your gratitude practice look like these days? Uh, usually on the, the gratitude side, again, that's a part of the, the waking up. It's number one, I am always, you know, like I said, when I turned 50, I kind of just looked at life and aging and all of those things differently. So just waking up, I'm grateful for that because especially during this, this time of the pandemic and you know, over these last few years, there's been a lot of people younger than me, slightly older than me that are no longer with us. So, you know, just being grateful for those things. And so it's more of a mental list because I go through, okay, what am I grateful for today? And a lot of times those things uh, change throughout the course of the day, but it's always important for me to show gratitude for at least 10 things you know, throughout the course of the day. And, and when you think about it, um, I mean, being grateful for waking up, being grateful to be able to walk to the bathroom um, because there's some people that can't get out of bed. So, I mean, it's pretty easy to find the things that we're grateful for, the things that we take for, for granted, really. Um, we, if they were taken away, I mean, we would, I mean, it would be uh, trauma, traumatizing to have your, your ability to walk taken away, your ability to hear. So, um, yeah, definitely just just showing that gratitude and, and it's more of a mental aspect for me. I love it. Bear. Well, I, I am grateful that you are here spending time with us. This is great, guys. Reach out to Barry, connect with them. If you want more of here and Barry, I'm telling you, follow him on any of those social platforms he listed. Barry, you truly are just uh, not only positive, but this sense of calm. And just um, I, I think it's that all those years of uh, working against and eliminating fear and doubt. It's, been, it's great, man. Yeah, I always tell people, nobody's shooting at me over here, so it's easy to be calm. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mindset Monday, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks for being here. We'll be back tomorrow. We got another top agent interview. Barry, this is great. See you guys. Have a great day, right, guys. Take care. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.